0: Hey everyone and welcome back to What Happened to Us with Nate, Sam, and Hugh. We use this week to go through some of the situations that are circulating around Bros and its release and the lack of box office bang it had, shall we say, and how the creator of that film has, uh, you know, burned some bridges, shall we say. Other than that, we dive into MAGA characters uh, in films, or characters we would think would be MAGA, but here's the show. Yeah, we didn't want to bore everyone with weather talk to start the show, because that's just Nate and I doing Nate and I things on.
1: Oh, we're recording now? Yeah, we are, yeah. Oh, okay.
0: That's why I did the finger thing to say.
1: "Mm." Oh, yeah, you know what, I worked in television for 15 years, I I know what the finger thing uh, means.
0: Obviously. I don't,
1: I don't. I'm still tired from yesterday. Okay, I'm sorry. That
0: ambient really uh, has a carryover yeah, yeah, yeah. effect for it. Yeah, I, I don't
1: know if you've ever taken Ambien or uh, a sleeping pill.
0: I have taken uh, sleeping pills. I took like a natural one that doesn't have an addictive... Like I've heard like, horror like, stories like, about like, Ambien. Like,
1: like melatonin or
0: so, something? Not melatonin. It was something else. Uh, my mom had it. She's like, oh, you try this. Problem is, I would wake up on it. and
1: well, well, the thing with sleeping pills is that... Or at least maybe it's because I'm... I, my habit has been formed because I've been taking it for so long... Uh, they don't necessarily help you stay asleep. They help you fall asleep. Mm. So if you can, if you can, so yes, yesterday I um I have a pill caddy like any old man, um and I had not filled it, so I was just winging it in the morning because I didn't feel like filling it. So I mixed them up and out of habit I took the night pills and uh yeah, um so the so if you you know if you can make it through the. Essentially with Ambien, if, uh, about like an hour, an hour and a half is when it's, the, you know, that's when it works the strongest to help you fall asleep. Right. But uh, when you're taking it in the morning during the daylight, it's a little different, especially when you're trying to not go to sleep but like when you know once you make it through like three hours it you're not going to fall asleep anymore you're just going to be in a daze all day so it was it was the equivalent i'd say of probably taking like day quill or something
0: yeah that not, not i was fun. having
1: i was for the, it was touch and go there for a while where i couldn't really walk in a straight line mm. and i was you know when you when somebody's talking to you you're not really focusing on them very well but right. i guess it's kind of like not terribly dissimilar from being drunk <laughs> you know but uh but the thing is is that you, your brain knows that you are. So right. it's like you're it's like you know, it's 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 like you're trying to talk but you can't. Eh. So anyway,
0: anyway.
1: I made it through the day. I made it to I went to bed at like seven PM. Oh, and we're that's good a, to go now. A, a so little so early
0: time. for you. Little little wee bit early not for you. That, no but not, not by that much. much. No. Not that
1: much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an old man now, but I but to be, you know, it's not like I'm sleeping in and then going to bed early. I'm waking up, I'm getting up at like 5 a.m., so I'm still getting a day out of it.
0: Oh, there you go. You know. Oh, uh, the, the weird things we talk about on this show at times. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what else is there to You know, there hasn't been that much of crazy news going on. Uh. Yeah.
1: Not uh, well. It depends. What What are your What are the levels of crazy? Because it's a it's a sliding scale these days. I,
0: at this point in time, I have no idea anymore. It's I like,
1: mean, you know, on the, you know, there's a, uh, a a senatorial candidate who who. Which one? Uh, well, the one who's very uh, pro life, anti abortion, who has come out that he paid for an abortion about which, ten years ago, and not only his, but he it? Get, Well they can't even get their messaging right. He's he's lying about it, saying it's not true and he's gonna sue. But like a lot of the Republican, you know, leadership is basically saying like, Yeah, he did it but he's changed. So there's two different you know his son came out and said his son who is not who is very much a Republican, a very annoying one at that. Yes. Um, used to post very obnoxious annoying videos. Yeah, he came out and bashed the shit out of his dad today, so that's not a good look. No. But you know what? It's not gonna hurt him because they don't they don't care. They don't have they don't have shame and they don't care.
0: No. Another person with Sorry. no shame, Kanye. That was interesting. I don't know if you saw that um, photo.
1: Oh, the White Lives Matter. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's uh, in typical Kanye
1: fashion. He's doubling and tripling down on it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, where, yeah, because uh, that's what he does. So he's sorry. A, I, got, I got a no. I got a box popping up. Okay, I had to fix that. Um, yeah, he's not not he's not apologizing. He's just not. He's actually doubling down and saying and, and going in about how um. Uh, Black Lives Matter is a is a scam. Uh, so that's what his whole point is. Um, and then he had Candace Owens standing next to him wearing the same Same shirt, which that's, that's not an ally to have. That is not an ally to have. And he had his models. Like, I'm curious what the, you know, it was a, it was a a pain
0: gig. Like, I don't, I don't fault models for being like, No,
1: no, no, that's what I'm saying. I wonder what they felt because that, you know, it's a job like you know not all models are like you know the your giselles and so that's kind of aiming high but you know yeah. not all models it's for a lot of them it's like acting where it's it's a it's a pay gig
0: got to g-
1: it paycheck to paycheck gig usually if a good paying gig and if you, and if you're working on a kanye show that's that's high profile so what are you going to do you know you, are you going to i mean i guess you you could stand up for your morals but that could seriously hurt you down the line Yes. Uh, so yeah. So they had to walk out wearing white. White lives, which is even more obnoxious than all lives matter. Uh, yeah,
0: I don't. It, it's just one of those things where you sit here and you're like, what? What is happening with, you know, I we were you know, like with all this stuff going on, then you have, you know, the, the bros issue or the backlash of bros. Yeah. And I go. Yeah, I'm like I. Sure. I wanted to bring this up because it was. I thought it was very interesting when you know people are like you need to go to this film. Like it is. I, yeah. I don't doubt that this is not a funny film. I just it's not a movie I need to go see in theaters to make myself. It's it's
1: it's got a lot of things going going against it. Um, one is. I mean yes. So Billy, honestly, I don't. Do you follow Billy Eichner on? I on don't Twitter? know,
0: but he's annoying as. Oh. Yeah. Well,
1: okay. Here's the thing with Billy Agner is that I enjoy him. Okay,
0: that's fine. I was a big fan
1: of Billy on the Street. Right. I, he he was a a minor character on Parks and Rec the last season, but the thing is, is he is very. It's, it's a very abrasive character. It's a character. It's not his real personality. Right. Uh, but it, it the character that he portrays in most things is very abrasive, where he just yells a lot. Which for Billy on the Street was the point, because that what he was doing, the yelling made it was part of the the shtick. Like, if he was very even-keeled and, like, mellow, that whole running down, chasing people down the street for man-on-the-street interviews would not work. Right. But but he also has, that that character, like, he also, on the show Difficult People, was playing that same, like, very abrasive, very loud. Now, in Bros, he's not doing that character, but a lot of people already have this preconceived I-don't-like-Billy-Eichner thing. Oh, this has
0: nothing Uh, to do with that. Which is fair. Which has well, nothing, no, no my my, well, my take on this has nothing to do with any of that.
1: Well, so. the but it's that's fair. Um, but but so on Twitter, you know, for the last several weeks, he's been which I get. It's like a passion project for him that he's been working on I mean, on it's forever. his
0: project. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's he wrote it, like
1: he wrote it, starred in it, uh, didn't direct it, but it had a pretty high profile director. Uh, was the guy you, he did it's, think well, it's Judd Apatow produced, and then the director was the dude who did um, forgetting Sarah Marshall, forgetting Sarah Marshall
0: Muppet movie. Um,
1: uh, yeah, so. But, like, for the last few weeks, he's been tweeting, a like, really most more the last week. And, that's, you know, he, I get it. He's promoting it. But, like, he's been retweeting a lot of celebrities that have gone and seen it that mm-hmm. said, like, you have to go see this movie. And he's been retweeting good reviews. And it has been getting good reviews. Oh, it got fantastic I don't know, I don't know what it, it is now. Best comedy of was, the year
0: by Rolling Stones. Uh, it, was
1: sitting, it was sitting in the mid-'90s on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know what it is now. So it wasn't a review issue. But, like, so it didn't well. It didn't do well. It had, like, 4.8 million opening weekends, something like something that. So
0: like, yeah. Like, Smile which, beat it, which, you know, it's, yeah, it's coming yeah. towards Halloween. Yeah. Of course, horror going to beat it. So,
1: it. so then Billy just took a turn by Sunday when that when it was obviously clear that it was going to be a bust for the weekend. And then just, you know, kind of went on a rant about it. You know, it's because it, it failed because of rampant homophobia, which there is something to that. There are, But except that those were not the people that were going to see it in the first place. Yeah. Um, but, it, but, you know, it's the first big budget studio-backed gay rom-com.
0: It, uh, it's got you know. 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, 91 by audience review. So it's yeah. not like this is a bad movie. It's just a yeah. movie that doesn't need to be seen in the theaters, and that's the problem. No,
1: no, and, and homopho- you know, homophobia is, a, is definitely was something to it. There were people that were not going to see it in the first place.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, there was, the. it did not help that, um, he... It's not a big name, so you, Like, in fact, I don't know if there are any. I don't even know if there are big names as minor characters in it, like uh, the two leads, the two lead, the two male leads, the the, the two men in the gay relationship. I don't
0: think that makes a difference in this movie.
1: Well, well, no, but I, I mean, it's not gonna. He's not gonna drive. If if he's not gonna drive it, like the the people to go see it just on name recognition, because there is not not much of it. Um, but also, yeah, like romantic comedies are not a. A theater-going experience anymore. I was looking up. Uh, if you look up by box office, the top ten romantic comedies of all time. Again, just strictly on box office. This isn't like, yeah, you know, consi- you know, this isn't uh, reviews or thing or how people generally feel about them. Um, only two have come out in the last fifteen years. Uh, one of those being Crazy Rich Asians, a couple right. of years ago, which that had its own. That did... I mean, that was a good movie. It was was a good movie, movie. which helped. But it also... It helped it that it was... It was a very underrepresented, you know... Like, there are not many all-Asian casts. So, it's an underrepresented... One other one? Here. Here. I mean, worldwide, obviously, that's different. Right.
0: No, but, like, in the U.S. The U.S. made film. There was, like, the Joy Luck Club. I think it was the the only other
1: one. So, it was an under... But that also helped... I mean, it also did extremely well worldwide. Oh, yeah. Uh, But it was also... It was a good movie. But, again... But... And then the other one was uh, The Proposal, which was back 2008, the uh, Sandra Bullock-Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. That made about $160 million. Okay. Um, and the other movies on that list are the ones you'd expect to see, like Pretty Woman, I believe, was sitting at number six. Right. Uh, what Women Want was on number three, which we don't have to talk about because he who should not be named was starred in that one. Um, the, one that, the, the, the one that caught me off the list, though, that was odd was that number two on the list – uh, was Mr. and Mrs. Smith, no. which I do not consider a rom-com. Uh, I mean
0: romantic I, action. I, I, it falls it's in an that. action.
1: Yeah, it's it's a. I mean, I guess there's some gray area.
0: It, it's like a, in a romancing the stone kind of way. Yeah. You know, and it's and it's certainly in the
1: public zeitgeist because you know it 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 was big. Oh uh, well, yeah, you know, yeah, For reasons, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, what would you? I don't know if you're. What would you guess is the number one of all time? If you had to guess.
0: Oh, number one romantic comedy. And, and of of I will all tell time. you this, as a
1: slight hint, it is not one that you could expect.
0: I uh, then it takes Tom Hanks out the out the. Yes, uh,
1: it, it, it Okay, I will go so far as this: not only is it not one you would expect, it does not have any huge stars in it. Really? Yeah. What is it then? And it and it it was it was number one by considerable amount. It pulled in like I think two forty two. Holy uh, cow. My big fat Greek weather. That makes. To, yeah. uh so that makes it sense. makes sense once you hear it you're like oh yeah sure no a that, that, that is you would not that, you would not guess that was the top gross thing here's comedy of all time
0: bros should have learned from that movie because that was not a 3000 theatrical release yeah that was a small release that grew yeah. and when the small like it it wasn't a it was maybe a 100 theaters to start and like no, after i don't the first, even remember that but was, I definitely
1: remember it growing
0: it, it just Everyone's
1: but it also, and this wasn't, this isn't Billy's fault, but like the whole, it, that one was not from a major studio. So like the studios, the major studios don't tend to do the small release thing. No, but Certainly not with a Judd Apatow name behind it. But, but you, I mean, you still get over the last several years, uh, one that always comes to mind is The Big Sick with Kamal Nanjiani. Yep. And um, uh, Zoe Kazan, mm-hmm. that one snowballed. That one started small. Did not have big names. Like, unless you were kind of a techie nerd G four fan, you probably didn't know who Kamal was. Now you do. Now he's more of a household name. Yeah. But he was not at the time.
0: I mean, I knew um, him from
1: Franklin and Bash,
0: initially. Oh, really? Yeah. I just knew him because he
1: used to do co-host G four stuff for right? us. Oh, yeah, that makes um, sense to you. But uh, another one. see, see what, and also. Uh, So it's not just the 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 gay content that people would. So it's a number of things that didn't drive people out. But of course, you know, Billy's going to attack. You know, he's going to go after the The, homophobic aspect, which is because that's the one out of his. That's the one that's out of his control. The the release and other things are more things that were a mistake. Um, But you know, you know, one because one that people kind of went back to that has done very well. I believe it came out this year or last year. fire island on netflix hmm. it's a um it's a it's a it's a like queer asian um cast like margaret cho um joel kim booster bow and yang from snl so it's an all asian all gay you know i think it's almost entirely gay act gay cast uh directed written and written by i think joel kim booster wrote it it was it was directed by a gay asian man um but it it was it was straight streaming it it, it you know it Got so, it, so it, it didn't have the expectations uh, but it did very well it's very popular that was another thing that I think there was a big backlash for that there was actually and I as a as a straight white male I'm not going to speak to or for the gay community in general and this is another thing is that the, the saying that using the word community for the the gay community is kind of it's you know it's not a monolith there's it's it the that 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 group is just as diverse as any other group right and the problem there is that Billy was trying to act like he spoke for the entire gay community like he was the whole way the movie was promoted and the way that he was promoting it is like I am making a movie for the gay community it is it is I am doing this for all of you, and many members were like, no, you don't you don't speak for us. So that, there was a backlash within, like, I think what Billy and the studio were probably like was thinking, well, at least we'll get the gay community because they don't, they, this is the first big budget studio movie with this, you know, but that didn't work out because he drove them away by making, so that's where Fire Island differed is Fire Island knew very much what it was, knew who it was made by, knew who it was made for. Right. So it didn't, it didn't, so basically, it basically with, with bros, they did everything wrong. And i by all accounts, it's a fan. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Although from what I've read, it, it's a very generic romantic comedy.
0: Yeah. Like
1: if you if you were to if you were to put like, like a guy and a girl there, the, it would be fine. Yeah, yeah. If you were to put well, yeah, but if you were to put like a Katherine Heigl in the in the in a ro- there in like a I don't know, I I can't think of another male romantic. Gerard Butler. Sure. I think it would be fine, and it probably also wouldn't do well, because people would be like, this movie is generic and has been made a million times. Yeah. The only thing that made this stand out was that it was boy meets boy instead of boy meets girl. So that... But, but you know, I, I hear it's very funny. I mean, but it's just... But again, and also, like you said, this is, we live in a world now where romantic comedies...
0: Don't need to be theatrical. No,
1: No, there are very few... People do not... Ever since streaming blew up, people do not... Go to the theater for much. I, I would old, tell old, you this:
0: if this was a straight to whatever like streaming platform, whatever, it'd be number one movie, crushing it. Yeah, it would be yeah. like the most download, like the most viewed movie within the weekend of the month. Yeah, yeah. Like
1: because people and, and I don't and I think they another mistake they made is that they didn't do oh, they didn't do the releasing it on both. They just did only in studios for the opening weekend, which. Which works for Top Gun, and it works for Marvel, and it works for a lot of animated still, like, like right. Pixar and Disney yeah, can get away. It with the, Although to their credit, I mean now because they have their own streaming service, Disney Plus, Disney has done big wide theater releases over the last few years, and they've done well because family. There are families that still want to go to the theater. Oh yeah. Oh no. But, you, but you a, want 2 hours romantic.
0: I can can vouch for this because you want two hours of silence, kinda. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Kids, it'll distract them over the weekend. Yeah. I went and saw Frozen Two. This was now. This was right before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I saw Frozen Two with three small children. Actually, no, two. I'm sorry, Bowie. Hell, Bowie wasn't even. Was Bowie even born yet? Yeah, yeah, he was, but he didn't go. Um, No, he did. Okay, so three small children. Uh, but yeah, you turn, you, you shut the lights off. You put Frozen on a giant screen, and the kids pay attention. Like I was shocked how not restless they were. Yeah, you know, for those two hours. Um, but yeah, like it's for a romantic comedy like that. You're that's a type of movie. It's a you know d- the whole concept of date night has kind of changed over the last few years. Like now, instead of going on a date night out to a movie, date night can be I let's sit at home and watch this movie, Cook and that's down, very man. much a movie. And that's a, just like you said. That's a movie that I'll sit. Home, I'll watch if it's on Netflix. I'll watch it because it looks. It looks good. Yeah. It looks fun. The the the. I'm very. I'm, this is where I'm curious about the the reception. Is um, I I did not know this movie existed until I saw it on Twitter. Um, there's another gay rom com coming out that's called Spoiler Alert in the Star of the and it's it very again very generic plot where like a boy meets boy story that you read the plot line and you're like yeah this sounds like eight different romantic comedies i've heard except for that it is a gay lead gay leads but the lead of the, the star of that is jim parsons from big bang theory okay but so i'm curious on two fronts because there is very much something to that billy eichner is a very um it's a divisive person like even people that knew there are the people who have no idea who he was but they're also the people that know who he was and can't stand him um whereas jim parsons i mean you there's a lot of people that i mean we've talked about this at length yeah. it's a joke a lot of people like talk about how much big bang they do not like big bang theory and they although the, the ratings would certainly say a lot of people do uh, but at the same time, even people that don't like Big Bang don't don't really have anything against Jim Parsons.
0: No, I like. I think Jim Parsons is great. I don't have anything against yeah. Big Bang and, either. And, I watched it, and then I just and even fell outside,
1: off. like I mean, if, if people if people know him from his theater work or other movies he's been in, he's not oh he's not Sheldon. You know, no. he's he's a good actor. But uh, so I'm curious how this this spoiler alert gets the reception because people he does have a built in audience from people that know him. Though it's 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 funny that a lot of a lot of Big Bang fans my parents included had no idea that Jim Parsons is gay but, but, but. none because they don't know anything about his personal life um, but so people might see this and be like oh I'd go see I'd see a Sheldon movie sure I like him right. but at the same also this is doing it right in that the spoiler is streaming they're not they're not I don't even think it, I think it's an indie studio um, if they're not they might be in theaters but they're certainly not going wide right um, so they're doing everything that that Rose didn't do so, so they'll be curious to see if there's something to that, the homophobia angle that Billy Eichner's claiming. Like, if if this one does better, um, even in a, in a even in a limited theatrical review, or if it's just on streaming, then there might be something to Billy Billy and, and the studio and Jed Eppes should be like, yeah, we did this wrong.
0: No, I I, you know? I hope they learn. Like, the reason I bring this up and wanted to bring it up is because I I. Like, as someone who, uh, a potential person to go see this, being yelled at yeah. for not going to see it, yeah, yeah turned yeah, me the, off the, to the, going the, to see it.
1: Yeah, I have a friend of mine, we were talking about this the other day, is that he equated it to, like, he's like, well, yeah, it's like a frothy romantic comedy that that I would probably enjoy, but the way that it's getting to now about how... You know about how if you don't see this movie, you're homophobic, or yeah, if you that's you what that's or the or vibe that they're giving you us. You don't support the cause. But what my friend said is, well, now it's turned into homework. Yeah. Now it went from a movie that I might enjoy to now I have to go see it. And I have to enjoy no it, lo- it on top of or it, or else I'm no longer an ally. And it's like that's a lot of work for a for a for a fairly generic romantic comedy. Like just read the plot of just yeah. Anybody listening, just just without. It, it's hard to take away what you already know about it, but just read the plot of the movie, and it is extremely generic. It is something Catherine Heigl would have made 15 years ago when she was making the same movie five times. But again, the, the difference is that this is a two male, two gay male leads, which makes it different, but the movie itself is not that different. Right. So, yeah, so being told to see it is, does not help.
0: No, and just how it's been pitched that way. Like by not just yeah. other other people in the film, and I'm like, okay, um, I, I just it, it, I don't know why. I just like I'm like, man, I don't want. I don't really want to go check it now. I will see it eventually. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna wait for streaming. Like and, any yeah, and other it's, movie. it's
1: and again, you get back to what you said about the wide opening. Is that you don't give it any room to grow and breathe because now studios don't do that anymore. Yeah. The, the rare exception, and that's only because of the astr. Okay, so like back in the day, movies um, would stay in the theaters for hell. Sometimes months. Titanic was in the theater for like seven months. That's part of the reason why it was the highest-grossing movie of all time. Um, movies generally don't do, especially big ones, because if you fail early, you fail. They don't let you fix. They don't let you correct yourself but like like you said like a small movie like the big sick like um god I already can't remember what movies we were talking about oh. the 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 ones that they give room to grow
0: my big great fa- factory wedding yeah Things
1: yeah like, that. like but the, the 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 rare rare exception lately has been um and it's only because of how phenomenal it did is that the amount of time top gun spent in the theater because of how well it was doing it was i think i we i texted you this or i think we were talking about it is that it is the I think the first movie ever to be number one in the box office on both Memorial and Labor Day weekends because, a movies don't last that long in the theater anymore, but right. also movies don't stay at number one that long in the theater anymore. Just that that's un, that's unheard of for a movie to stay in the th- like even the Marvel ones come and go. Thor was Thor was kind of gone after a month like it didn't stick around. No, but 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 Maverick did so phenomenally well that it's date in the theaters and it got a bump from that still you know but a, a, a big holiday we hell it got a bump from people like two me holiday weekends multiple, two holiday weekends yeah um so that you know See, so yeah i mean maybe hopefully it's a learning experience because i you know despite being yelled at by by billy and the and judd and all those people i want it to do well yeah. i'd like for it to do well so more movies like that can get made I'm a big fan of romantic comedies. I'm a fan, you know. I want romantic. That that that's the sad thing is not only part of that box office romantic comedy list. Not only is that that people don't see romantic comedies in the theaters anymore. It also is a a big indictment of how good romantic comedies have been lately. Because not only that, I mean, just try to think of the last time you saw a good one. New, I mean, jo- uh, uh, Crazy Rich Asians, sure. But like how, because a lot of the a lot of the ones that we associate, like your Sandra Bullocks, your Julia Roberts, um, Meg Ryan, you know Catherine Heigl, they're not making them anymore. Let's see, I'm like so like the the last big, like not even necessarily successful. It doesn't have to make 150 million dollars. Just when's the last one you you saw in a theater that you were that you really loved? It's it's been a while.
0: I, it has been a while, like because I'm trying to, you know, everything seems to be. Streaming.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, so it's not fair to just look at the last two, two and a half years. But even before that, like, what were some big ones? There weren't.
0: I mean, I'm I'm just going through a list right now. I'm like, Kissing Booth, that, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean... Um, he's All That, the remake of She's, like... Oh, uh, fuck that. He's All That, no. Yeah.
1: That was garbage. That was garbage. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to... Oh. Don't see, and that's that was another thing I was going to say is not only have romantic comedies been on a downswing, at least um, quality ones, theatrical ones, and I wish Sam was here for this because I know she loves a lot of the Netflix ones that she's always telling me to watch, right? Um, that are kind of the 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 lesser known. Um uh, like, that... like like our friend um, our friend Randy Randall. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made that one a few years ago with Ali Wong, who's fantastic movie. Yeah, yeah, great movie. I don't know how that would have done in theaters. Maybe it would have done well. Think maybe it would have done it fine. I don't know. I think it would have done. I think it would well, but it, okay. Put that movie in this situation where it's going on a super wide release. How well do you think it does? I think it does pretty well. I think it does you think, better. You think? Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, I think because those those were more established names, um, and and again, there is some very much something to the homophobia aspect to it, um, but you know, it's. But uh, so not only romantic comedies, but another another dying art, at least as far as the big budget ones go, is like the teen comedy. Oh. Like, you know, the, uh, you had the John Hughes through the 80s. Well, he had a, a ton through the 80s, but John Hughes is like the benchmark. Yeah. But then, you know, even even our high school, you had the 10 things I hate about you. She's all that, uh, you know, those all, all those great ones. Can't Hardly Wait. You don't get those. You don't see those anymore. Again, you see them streaming, and generally they're turned more into series now than you see movies. Um, but you don't. I. You don't. You certainly don't see the big budget ones in theaters. Those. So those are also. That's also a dying thing. I mean, probably because they they don't make the money that they used to. They wouldn't make the money that they used to.
0: There was this one to all the to all the boys. The girl who yeah yeah that's okay that was, uh, okay, that, was uh, that was another one that escaped me. Yeah, I, that
1: one that one was, and I and I think Sam Sam even told me that one was great
0: in the Heights. And I'm sure. I, I'm, and just I'm trying sure. to think. i like, there are these movies. Well, did, them, you say, did you say in the Heights? Yeah.
1: Well, that was so, okay. That one was. That's another example. Is that that one? You know, that was Lin Manuel Miranda. Mm-hmm. That was the movie adaptation of his of his play. Um, was a big budget. Was he direct, yeah, he, he wrote and directed yeah. it. He um didn't have huge names starring. Uh, it was a lot of the, he, he cast a lot of theater people. In fact, the lead was, was also starred in it on Broadway. Um, Anthony Ramos. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't do well because people were not looking to go to even in the. I think it did well among fans of the show who right. like loved it on Broadway. But it, I think, by all accounts, that was a flop. Because people just... And same with uh, Dear Evan Hansen. That was... um, Of course, that one had issues with that uh, um, Ben Platt should not have been... Who created that character on Broadway should not have been playing the movie version because he's way too old. Uh, But that didn't do well. um, Because those are... Again, those are things that would have done much better streaming. But yeah.
0: Yeah. I just... To me, it's just like the... I don't think studios have understood... Like, they do understand that they don't. Like... They thought they had. A lot of, they, they thought a lot they had of the, Crazy Rich Asians Part Two. I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. Movie.
1: Oh, yeah. Once they find a thing, they're gonna they're gonna drive Exploit it to the ground. They're just gonna. It, they're gonna think it's gonna keep winning. And I, I think a lot a lot of the studio heads still don't can't wrap their head around streaming. Like mm. they still think that we're gonna do it the old archaic. We're gonna we're gonna open in, in three thousand theaters and it's gonna do well. It shows it, that, you a,
0: things like Maverick work. You know, yeah. like horror movies will work. They just have. They have a window for release. Yeah, and, a whor- and horror now. is
1: another one that's like like the big budget Marvel ones. Horror is another genre that's very good in theaters because a lot of people like the. Com- but the, the, again, this uh, like the communal, you know, screen, you know, people around you screaming makes things more scary. Like yeah. when when other people around you are scared, so uh, horror movies are a great thing to see in a crowded room because everybody's. That's how it used to be about comedies. I used to love seeing like comedies. In theaters, because there's just a, 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 it's just weird human nature that when you, it, it's the same reason why a laugh track works on a sitcom, hmm. is that you don't necessarily need to be told when to laugh, but when you hear other people laughing, you kind of laugh too. So when you see a movie like The Hangover in a theater, it's more fun to see in a theater because everybody around you is laughing too. Uh, but, I, but that doesn't always translate with rom coms because rom coms aren't always
0: like laugh out loud funny. By the way, The Ali Wong, Always Be My Baby. That's it. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm very
1: bad. It's nah, yeah, the Sam, Sam Sam's going to yell. Uh, at oh yeah, absolutely.
0: For not but... for not
1: knowing that because I, I get things wrong. Yeah. She she oh this is a correction from two weeks ago which I totally own that I got wrong when we were talking about fake. Uh, we were talking about royalty and I mentioned like the fake royalty of Princess Diaries. Yeah. Remember the, the fake country and I said the country was Monrovia, which oh, is God. actually a yep. real city in right. L.A. near Eagle Rock. It's it's Genovia. Oh, okay. Genovia. So she texted me saying that I got that terribly wrong, which was fair. It's about. By the way, I did
0: her her list of uh, slappable faces.
1: Oh yeah, we needed her last week. We the punchable faces conversation. She she got someone. Oh, because what was her number one? Oh God, what was she had one on her list that I absolutely forgot. Kellyanne
0: Conway. Miles Teller.
1: No, it was there was one specifically that I was like. What is? No, no, no. Um, it was a man. No, I would not put Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh,
0: Martin Scorsese. No. Uh,
1: yeah, that was the Martin Screlly. Martin Screlly. That was when I was thinking of my four with t- uh, Holly, Ted Cruz, uh, Perez. Scorsese is absolutely the fourth. Um. So she, yeah, she nailed that list.
0: I mean, um, there, there are others here. I like next time she comes on, she'll have to uh, fill yeah. us in. But there are, yeah, some great ones on that one, like, and funny how they're all kind of lean political. I think that's a thing right now. A little,
1: a little bit. Well, Screlly's just—I don't even know Screlly's political leanings, but you could, you could probably I can guess. guess. You can you guess. Take, you can take a guess.
0: It's money, so he's a Republican. So yeah, it's, you know, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, you know that's that's like you know you you the you're uh, I, I very much enjoyed the idea of what you wanted to talk about today. Uh, with, yes. With uh, uh, which which movie is it? Movie you characters. Movie. Or, okay, yeah. Which what movie, movie
0: characters would you think would be MAGA?
1: Yeah,
0: And yeah. what what did you, like, because I was like, oh, this is, it, I saw a tweet, uh, I forget her name now, so I'm not going to take full credit for this, uh, I will figure out who, who tweeted this. I, I have a few,
1: um, um. One is fairly obvious, and it's probably not fair because it's a completely based on it anyway. But obviously, Biff Tannen.
0: Oh, that's a good one. Because that's because, what I thought too. Yeah,
1: yeah but, but but that's not entirely fair because Bob Gale, the guy who wrote Back to the Future, flat out said, "Yes, I based Biff Tannen on but, Donald Trump." Yeah. So that one, and and then obviously, in t- part two, is could not be more obvious that that's supposed to be Donald Trump. So that one's not exactly fair. But but if you if you can take out Part two, and just look at the character, the bully from Part one. That yeah. that you could say, yes, that man is MAGA That man would be hmm. uh, well, um Another okay. So, uh, me- another one. A little uh, maybe a lesser known character that I thought is um, Cal Hockley, Billy Zane from Titanic.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Can't argue yeah. with that. Yeah.
1: Uh, and again, like I mean, it seems kind of unfair to just say characters who are super rich. Because yeah, probably they would be not necessarily all, but that but the the Cal character from Titanic. Oh,
0: uh, that's be. a good one. Uh, I have uh, Coach Kilmer. Oh yeah. Well, it's pretty it, much it, every father in, in *Varsity Blues*. But,
1: but that one's also a little tough to because you can play the real person because John Boye
0: is okay. Uh, like we he, we know he is. Tackleberry from *Police Academy*. I could see that. Rest in peace. Yeah. Oh, he's a uh, I
1: could see that. Yeah. I had one that. Um, uh, that kind of joking, but it's still this one has to need explaining force gump, and the only reason I say that is because force Gump would accidentally be, yeah, like force gump would be would find himself accidentally at a maga rally oh, he absolutely. might not necessa- and then he'd he'd be wearing the hat, he'd be on stage, but he wouldn't necessarily realize where he was because that you know that was the running joke of Forrest Gump is that he found himself in all these situations, oh, not cool. understanding where he was
0: um I had. Oh, what it says Colonel Miles? Uh, court, court, uh, the guy from Avatar, the Colonel from Avatar. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had a lot of military guys. No, I,
1: that's that's fair. Um, yeah, I was actually I was thinking military too. I was going back and thinking through war movies and being like, who, like, what kind of because you go with the super patriotic alpha male, right?
0: Um, Cousin Eddie just, from uh, National Lampoon. Oh well,
1: <laughs> again, we you know from the from the real thing. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, hell, Clark Clark Griswold might be, to be honest. Uh, nah, maybe not.
0: Close. Maybe not. Possibly.
1: I've got one outside the box. Oh, please. General Zod. From
0: Superman. Uh, very national,
1: very ultra nationalist, and he he no longer has his planet, so he might be, be choose to be super nationalist for something else.
0: I think he just would kill him and be like,
1: well, yeah, and but deal, then be he He he'd be the Maga leader. He, yeah. would ki- he would kill the leaders and become the Maga leader.
0: Fair. Which, uh... Um,
1: a, a, another one. Oh, uh, Gordon Gecko. Oh
0: Street. yes, Wall Street.
1: Oh, even uh, who, again? Again, Gordon Gecko was loosely based on Trump. So that's yes. also maybe not entirely fair. The whole greed is good was. I think the writer of um, of Wall Street kind of based it on on Trump from because it was written around the same time as Art of the Deal coming out. Mm. So like that, and, and, I mean the greed is good was very eighties, regardless of Trump. Uh, but like, yeah, if you, you know, if you picture Gordon Gecko now, um, another one was uh, that I thought the, um, Tony Montana from, uh, Scarface. Oh. Uh, cause it, it's an interesting one. The, 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 the whole, I'm Cuban. not sure if, if folks, uh, know the no, whole
0: the, the Cuban, Miami.
1: yeah, the whole, cause I mean, this is something that I'm more familiar with mostly because of the, I listen to a very Miami show every day, but, um. So the in, gen, in general, you know, you, you always, so, you know, I hate to generalize, but for the most part, Hispanic voters tend to vote blue. Mm. Um, and the reasons for that are many reasons, because a lot of um, GOP policies do not benefit anybody but white people. There's a, a lot of immigration policies, but just in general, you, you know, a lot, in general, the the Latin vote tends to be blue. Right. The biggest exception to that is Cubans. Cubans vote red down the line, which seems strange that people are like, well, why Cuba? Um, And, you know, the reason for that is that um, so many Cubans, especially in Miami and South Florida, equate the uh, Democrats with socialism and communism, which is exactly what they escaped in Cuba. But the thing is, is that they didn't exactly escape that in Cuba. They escaped fascism like, you know, Castro was very much a fascist. But it's not you. When you think Cuba, you think communism. So you, right. you, so it's kind of counterintuitive that that Trump would do so well among the Cuban population, despite wanting to be a fascist himself. Yeah, it makes. But it yet yet it happens. So Tony Montana would absolutely be, uh, though fortunately he can't he could not vote thanks to the felon part. Right. And the fact that he was also not a citizen. But I think he would very much if you know. Re- I don't want to spoil the end of the movie, but rest in peace. Um, I think, but I feel like he would.
0: It's funny when you bring up certain characters. That like you think about like the rich antagonist of most films, like Van Wilder or the guy who played Richard Bagg. Like that's the I I can't I can't the frat who brother played. who was going to med school who sh- you know yeah oh
1: yeah I don't know, uh, to be honest I don't know who that actor
0: was uh, Daniel yeah, Cosco yeah. Grove is his name. Well, you could say
1: the same about like the the um. The, the all the villainous characters in um, in the uh, Annal House, like Kevin yeah. Bacon. oh yeah, was, all Kevin Bacon was one, but I can't think of who the main one was. Or um, to, like the um the frat boys from uh from the Revenge of the Nerds movies, like Ted McGinley, and then oh god, Bradley Whitford in just about every movie he played in the eighties. Yeah, which and is and which 80s. is so it, it it's so funny that Bradley Whitford is now you so associate with progressive because the actor himself is extremely progressive. But also, um, Josh Lyman from West Wing made him an absolute like icon of the left. But if you look at every Bradley Whitford role from the 80s and 90s, he's very much the polar opposite. Like mm-hmm. the frat boy from Runs and Nerds 2, um, the, the, frat, the frat boy from Adventures in Babysitting. Oh,
0: yeah. It's, uh, uh, Greg Barmalard was the uh, character the, for Animal Billy House. Harris. And I think uh, there was a bit where he was part of the Nixon like yeah, Watergate yeah, yeah. in the,
1: the yeah. credits. So, so no, you, you look, you just every, you know what, though ogre, ogre from Revenge of the Nerds, I don't think would be, because he's too stupid, I don't think he, well, and he yeah. turned, he became a nerd, he became a nerd at the end of 2. um, True. But yeah, like, you look at every bully, because th- that's another thing that's big with the MAGA crowd, is bullies. bullies. Just go back and look at bullies in movies, and yes, you probably say, yeah, I think they that, would absolutely be MAGA in
0: real life. the Heather's Girls, Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, well,
0: they'd be Karen. Definitely, definitely.
1: Well, definitely Helen or Helen Heather one. The main Helen. Yeah. Heather Heather two. Sure. Shannon Doherty. Um, oh, you know another one that I thought was funny. Um, that I uh, or that I thought about is um, I don't necessarily know th- that. Ne- for Mean Girls, maybe not. Although Regina George, maybe her mom, but definitely. def definitely her mom, Amy yeah. Poehler's character, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, even bit. hell even van wilder's dad who turned out to be like a like like a yeah. an ally in the end but he for most of the again it's it's the rich it, when you think of go back in movies and you think of rich white men or women in movies you're probably like yeah bro, you know probably
0: probably uh no you' like that's the funny thing about this it was just like you just see it you're just like oh okay that makes sense yeah uh, yeah you know uh Phil McCracken from uh kingpin that
1: was bill murray yep. yeah bill murray
0: yep
1: shooter mcgavin shooter from oh, uh, happy gilmore yeah or um uh basically was the other version of shooter mcgavin but um uh don johnson's character in, in oh, uh, tin, tin cup, cup
0: yes which was
1: basically the 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 the, the country well, let's clone. be honest
0: tin cup would probably be one too
1: yeah you're probably right i know and, uh, well, I mean, hell, we could go through Kevin Costner characters. They probably would be. Just just the air he gives off,
0: oh, I think. I mean, um, the baseball guy. and uh, oh, the, the funny thing is just the era of being like a... Oh, God. Kevin Costner in the 80s, like... He, he he probably was staunch
1: Republican. Well, well, again, it's uh, not only are you are we associating just writ, like very wealthy characters. Hell, yeah. you, I mean, you can make Darren's... Uh, Mister Burns is probably um, actually that wouldn't even be a hard argument. Homer
0: would be. Flanders I, I, I would think be. Homer would
1: be by accident.
0: Yeah.
1: Like you know like that's that's the Forrest Gump thing where he 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 would be but not realize he would be. I
0: guarantee you um, Flanders would Pe-
1: be. Peter Griffin might be. Yeah.
0: Um, uh. He, you know. But
1: but also but you know, like like you said, get you know, not only just the rich characters, but also you bullies, but also you just look at the super like mach like Machismo Alpha Macho, like hell, I mean that's you know, that that was the knock against Top Gun was how ultra pro military national you know, like Yay America, wrap yourself in the flag. I mean it's it, it, Maverick could be. Yeah. yeah, probably not. Probably not. But I don't know. there are other just pure there are other characters in that movie who certainly would be.
0: I have a friend who's a former military, and he's like, I will always vote Republican because th- yeah. I'm like, why? Because when he was in the first Gulf War, he was like, he felt that Bill Clinton, like during the transition, didn't, you know help them yeah there's situation.
1: always a, i mean I, I don't think it's it's across the board that the military was because i mean we saw that with trump like uh, military uh, certainly the uh, the overseas military um like the the boat you know the absentee voting that mm. came in from overseas was very much pro-biden but that also had a lot to do with the policies of the last you know 10 that, years uh, um but, yeah, in general, you hate to make assumptions, but, you know, like a lot of – yeah, a lot of military tend to vote Republican. Yeah.
0: Not saying they um, all do, but I'm just like – no. this You know, I, like, once again, it's just – it's all – Andy
1: Dwyer, the Chris Pratt character from Parks and Rec, again, an oh, idiot yeah. who probably would vote for Trump by mistake because he's yeah. an idiot. I think just about every Rob Lowe character outside of Sam Seaborn from West Wing uh, would. Yeah. It's, but again, he's like Bradley Whitford, where he was known for playing these, these, these characters that probably would be super Republican, except for the one that he's most known for now, which is Sam Seaborn on the West Wing. But prior to that, just about everything he was in, you'd have been like, yeah, that guy votes Republican. Absolutely. James Spader, same way. Look oh, at every James Spader movie. Yes, from the absolutely. Every James Spader character from Steph, from Pretty in Pink. The whole cast of the-
0: Lesson Zero would vote MAGA.
1: Well, Julian, I don't think would be able to vote. Well, no, he'd be probably. Dead. I think uh, he'd probably be dead. Yeah. Uh, but you know exactly because you you look at that again. We're just generalizing, but that preppy that preppy group. Now, I don't think now
0: you know Troop Beverly uh, Hills, all those. I would. I. I there might I mean, be one or two, but the majority of those girls now would.
1: Oh, maybe yeah, maybe depending on how. Well, depend, You know, a lot of them by the by the end of the movie sort of. Um, they had, you know, character. Their whole character arc was that they were no longer the, the snotty rich girls anymore. By the end, they they learned their, they you know they got their comeuppance and and, and became more humble. So maybe not.
0: Maybe not. That
1: Tackleberry. That's that's actually a good one. I didn't. Uh, that was one I n- never thought of. But that's that's a good I was
0: going one. through all of Police Academy. I was like, you know, I was just like, oh yeah, the uh, the antagonist in Police Academy. Absolutely. I forgot his name. Uh, this is gonna kill me.
1: Dark Helmet from Spaceballs?
0: Oh, well, yeah.
1: Well, and the president. Mel Brooks, the president, obviously.
0: Definitely. I mean, probably based off Trump himself. Um, I defend. Lieutenant Harris would be.
1: um, Oh, yeah. I forgot he became a lieutenant. He was Captain Harris in the first several ones, but you're right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's funny. I just, like, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not all of, I don't think all of, uh police academy guys would be but
1: no 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 in fact i i think hightower oh. not high Hy- excuse me yeah not Hightower. hightower. Ta- Tackleberry, i think is the only one that you you know Yo. Mahone, mahoney played by steve gutenberg would not be um hightower and um i don't remember the i don't remember all the characters names. uh jones we, jo- that was when michael winslow right yep. the voice guy that was um yeah and i forget the the women the female characters there was like the
0: well, they always changed. Uh, there was Sergeant Callahan. Oh, no, there were
1: there were with Callahan. That was the blonde, the yeah, white. The that red. was in the who was the, Then then there was the black woman with the really high voice. Oh, I forget her, where is she? Character's name. Uh, she was she was in most of them.
0: Uh, uh, uh hooks. Hooks.
1: Uh, what about um, uh? Well, I mean, an obvious one would be Jack Donaghy, uh, on Thirty Rock. Hmm. But that that's kind of part of the joke. Well,
0: um, well, any like once again. Any rich, powerful, like, you know, all, gee, I don't know, uh, everyone from Succession. You
1: think everyone?
0: Yes, I think everyone from Succession would probably. Well, I
1: don't watch Succession, so I can't break down the I would just, they're,
0: they're, the, they're, the, the who's the Fox family? the Murdochs the Murdochs it's just the Murdochs yeah that's, that's who
1: they're based that's who yeah. they're based on now now the, the way you really kind of have to think about it and really dissect the characters is not is, is start thinking about sci-fi fantasy oh like, try to go through the Game of Thrones and try to figure out who is that's a little bit hard or, 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 or Lord of the Rings I mean I mean Sauron for sure well, yeah. absolutely I mean it's a, uh,
0: you know I mean, or,
1: or the the, the uh, you know the Emperor Emperor Palpatine probably uh,
0: probably probably yeah. um I mean you know the rebels like all like most of the you know uh the banking clan that was uh in Star Wars. Hell,
1: you know what? There's a decent chance on Solo. Uh
0: I think he would go between he, I think he'd be, he, he, he would he would he would be a well, first okay. voter, and then he would see his mistake and vote. Okay, the I think he's
1: another one where he had a character turn. Like he was very the the, the capitalist uh of 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 New Hope. Yeah. No, would, yes. yes, but by the, by the time we got to... to the Jedi, 2016 no.
0: voter versus the 2020 voter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw yeah. his mistake. Yeah.
1: Or, like, if you go back to... Well, it's not really fair to do, like, historical dramas. like going back and thinking about...
0: No, know. no, the sci-fi is where you got to stick. It's like... Um, yeah. I don't think anyone in Star Trek... Maybe a Klingon here and there. Uh, but... Well, the,
1: well that that would be interesting thing because Star Trek was so like Gene Roddenberry based all the races so much on politics. Yeah. That that I'm trying I'm trying to think which well, oh, you know who would be is the um the Ferengis from Deep Space Nine. Okay. They were they were the, the um, did you ever watch Deep Space Nine? No. I, I'm like you know me. Okay. Come on. Well the well no, that's I mean okay, so the Ferengis were an alien race that they only showed in Deep Space Nine. I don't remember seeing them on any other shows. They were in fact to be honest with you, they they might not have. They, they were like very money hungry. They were always like bankers, and and it was the whole point was that they were a, 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 a race an alien race that was just super capitalism. They were all about making money. They didn't. They had no feel. They had no feel. They had no empathy or anything. They were all about making right. money. So I could totally see that.
0: Um, if you're we gonna go Dune the uh, the imperial house, the Harkonnens would. I,
1: I still I've not still have not seen the remake.
0: Oh, it's, the I was entertained by it. It was very I, visually well done. It's slow story build because it's a two two and one, or one yeah. one one story in two movies. I I
1: that one of my big regrets of, of 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 things that I missed in theaters. Yeah, same here. During during that two year break of I I my the last movie I saw in the theater pre pandemic. Was uh, I saw within a few weeks of each other, I saw a frozen two, mm-hmm. but then the, the last, last movie I saw was Knives Out. Oh, and then and then I did not see another movie in the theater until fast nine, probably, which was a good year and a half later, right? So, so there was, and and, and even and Dune was even after that, and I kept meaning to get, get around to seeing Dune. Missed my chance, and then all I ever read about Dune was it, it, that it was something you had to see on a big screen.
0: Okay, i got to pause this here. That, that was cutting close. I wasn't going to make the next ten minutes. No. Fair,
1: fair enough. Where where are we at time-wise?
0: Uh, Fifty minutes. So okay. we're good. I'm, I'm we're, There is going to be no subbing in, subbing out of this one. Hugh had to go to the bathroom. He went, and we're going right back in. So. Wait. So
1: that that thirty seconds of silence. Is, no, no, no. Is, that that that's, oh. uh,
0: no. I stopped that. Like oh, I stopped okay. I it. Oh, I just said I had to go to the bathroom. Yeah.
1: You know what? We all have to. Yeah. Uh, I was I was just looking at. Um. I I read. You know. This has kind of been a, an ongoing story throughout the day, but now it looks like it's actually happening. Where Musk is back to buying Twitter.
0: Oh, is he? Come, uh, but he's back
1: to buying it at the exact same price that he offered the first time, the forty-four billion. Which is uh. interesting on a couple levels because basically him trying to weasel out of that over the last four months. Has, has caused I think millions in legal fees for him. Yeah. Um, and then also in that time, his net worth has dropped considerably because Tesla has been tanking. Oh yeah. because um, Tesla didn't meet its like its quarterly um, expectations. So in the last week, I think they said Elon's lost like about seventy billion in net worth. Um, So what makes this interesting is that he basically spent millions and millions trying to get out of it only to come back and agree to buy it at the same amount from the beginning. But what people are saying now, which could be – so him buying it is kind of a disaster. Um, In general, yeah. As as we've discussed because it's going to really limit – people. it's going to – his whole thing is opening it up so people don't get censored. But what's going to end up happening is that the people on the other side are going to get censored now because they're going to get bullied off. Bullied off the site, Uh, Um, but what's but what's people are saying about this one that might make it different than in April when he first proposed to buy it, is that now clearly he's he's not going in alone. He's going to have a fellow, you know, he's partners in this that are you know lenders and creditors. And so he might not—he's not, ha- not going to have the the sole end all power. He's—it is going to be bought by a group. So maybe the, all the things that he's—you know—the people are afraid he's going to do might not happen because it is going to be ruled by a group now, not just him. Yeah. He is so he will be, be beholden to folks now. He can't just do things on a whim.
0: Well, no, but he's at the same point in time. It's like, eh, we'll see what happens. He probably won't change anything. Maybe give us an no. edit button. Maybe. Uh, no,
1: well, was he pro or anti? So the the Twitter has announced. Um, so the you know so the this whole time the whole sticking point with the with the edit button was Dorsey, Jack Dorsey. Mm. He's the one that never wanted it, and his reasons for not wanting it were very valid. That's the it's the reasons reasonable. that I reasons that I always thought were the problem is that you're gonna have people tweeting like so you're you're gonna have if you can edit something to to change the meaning to the opposite of what it is. You're, you're going to change – so, so say – I think you know, what
0: you have to do, you have to store the edited
1: version. Well, no, that, that, that's what, where this, what they're, they're trying out. So like for instance – so it's going to – where it could change is say somebody tweets something, Donald Trump is the antichrist. Yes. You like it. You like that tweet. The person goes back and, incre- and re-edits to say Donald Trump is the greatest person ever. Now, according to the records, you still like that tweet, and you might not have known that it was changed. So, right. so suddenly you're so people are looking at it like why did Hugh like that tweet about Trump being so that's the that was the danger. And that was the danger that Jack Dorsey always saw. Right. Very valid, valid thing. Yeah. Now that he's gone, they're 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 doing it on a small scale now. Um, and I believe the, the what what they're doing, and this actually makes sense, is that you can only edit it thirty up to thirty minutes after. Okay. So what that what that does is that that's what people are Clamoring for the edit button is typos. Yeah, like you you edit oh. you you tweet something and you think it's a great tweet and then you reread it and you're like, God damn it, it autocorrected. Yeah. and then and then it pisses you off. And what ends up happening, and this I this is why I want somebody to tell me, is that when you delete when you tweet delete a tweet, it still shows up on times It just shows up as so like if if I. If I tweet something and then immediately delete it because I saw a typo, you're still going to see the deleted version. But if you click on it, it'll say – you have to T- you have to enlarge it for it to say this tweet has been deleted. Yeah. Why doesn't it just disappear completely? Why is it still on your timeline? That defeats right. the purpose of – So, but, but so my OCD and other people with the OCD, the, giving me a 30 – hell, you can give me a five-minute window and I'll, that, I'm happy with that. I will go back and look, did I have a typo? No, I didn't. So this thirty-minute window is going to help. It's going to solve that problem, right? And it's going to the other problem is not going to exist because you're not going to get days worth of, of likes and comments, and then you can go back and change the original oh, yeah. tweet. You're only going to get thirty minutes of that, yeah. which so I think that's the perfect solution. Now they said that they're trying it out on a on a, on a small group first, like a test group, right? And then they're going to try to roll it out bigger. I don't know if if Musk getting buying this. Does what that does to it if that changes anything? I don't know, but I think that is a great idea. Hell, like uh, you know, I I, I t- tweeted about it. so on the on the new iOS for for um for iPhones the oh, new iOS mean- sixteen.
0: Oh yeah, what about you that? can
1: you can now edit tweets? I, I'm sorry, edit text. Because that also pisses me off when I when I when I have a typo in a text and you immediately you know you misspell a word and then right after you say you, you just put the you know you put like the word that you meant to spell, so now I don't know how it's going to look for you like for me. I don't think it PBRs. works for me I,
0: because it, it I think it's only an Apple. It would only it be it might be it might be an
1: iChat thing. Yeah, but what, the way it works though is that I can edit any text that I send, but the person on the other end will see the little icon that says edited. Right. It's the same way It's the same Facebook's been doing that For a decade With, with comments like, Yeah or I don't know if you still can I'm not on Facebook
0: But um, for a while You there, can still do for, that I
1: believe I For just a while do on Facebook If you posted or commented It allowed you the option Of editing If you misspelled something Yeah But it, which it would note
0: on you edited Edit it Yeah, so, no, yeah. It does so, that on Discord And like yeah. Other things as well And I'm like I'm fine with that I'm like I caught a typo. I'm like that. But, but yeah, but
1: again, this is this is strictly for people like me who have the OCD. Like there are, yeah. there are plenty of. I heard. I've seen people on Twitter that have, have said, "Why do you people care about this so much? You had a typo. Who cares? I care. It bothers I,
0: me. I do too. i like I had the one where I, uh, I, I tweeted out. I don't tweet often, but it was like uh, the Shitara, joke that I did with Kim Kardashian.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Auditioning, and I, I had yeah. a, a typo in there. I'm like, mother – the, 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 I had some likes, and I'm like, uh, Sam's yeah, husband being the, one. Yeah, that's the – like,
1: that's, no, that's, that's, that's the fear it. is that – because once you have a few likes, excuse me, you you can't erase it at that point because, you know, I, it, it, the, the likes are – it's currency. Uh, I like, know. You don't, you you don't erase something. get addicted to it.
0: Wait, if yeah. you have a tweet that, like, gets a little yeah. momentum – like the... Well, see that
1: then. That's the fear: is that you, you, you get. In, if you already start getting likes on a tweet, you're like, "Well, I can't delete it at this point because yeah, I, my, my... I've, already, I've already got something going here." But at the same time, and again, this is a pipe dream; it's never going to happen. But say one of your tweets goes viral, it yeah. it will kill me forever. To, if I had a viral tweet that had a typo, and that what... would be the worst.
0: I, what? I, I've never like I I did it under the Stats Guy Barfly. It was like I would I got into a political atmosphere from that that account for a while, uh, shockingly. Which is which is yeah. yeah uh, but I'm like I had like one of those ones that was like a thousand likes where I was like, oh, that feels yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's like, not oh.
1: quite viral, but still, it's. That's like, a, I was that's like, like that's for me lot. for
0: like a someone like I was just like, it, but it was a political thing. I was just like I made a funny joke that hit with a lot of the viewers, and then someone did a sub. Sub tweet of that and got more likes. I'm like, what the? That's the same uh, joke.
1: Yeah, that's, that's eh? annoying. Eh? I have, um, uh, a reel. I don't. I, I don't tend to get anything. Like if I hell, if I. I've had a few tweets that we gotten like a thousand likes, which nice. is nice. It's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a nice. You know. It's it's it makes it's, you feel good. It's, it's a small but thing. So I nice. have a reel. I don't know if you remember. It was just when I was in Utah. I it was a reel from the, when I was at the Olympic Park. It was right. a skiing reel. It was a guy going down a ramp doing a freestyle yeah. jump into water. I just made it a reel. Didn't think anything of it. I tagged the the venue, to Olympic Park. That thing has been accumulating likes and, and views. I'm up to 11,000 views. Damn. And and about 600 likes. And it's something that I – it was just a throwaway. I'm going to throw it up on Instagram because I think it's a cool video. But because I tagged the venue, people are seeing it. Yeah. It's not getting me – it's not helping me in any way in that I have not got more more followers from it. It's not – that's the thing with a lot of viral stuff is it doesn't really help you that much. It, it just makes you feel good that you get 1,000 likes, but you're not getting 1,000 more followers. Yeah. Um. But yes, you know, I, I looked at it today. I'm like, a thousand views. That's awesome. It's, it came out. like I posted like two weeks ago, and it was a nothing be- real. You know, and makes, on you, the, makes you makes you feel good.
0: On that note, Nate, Nate is now addicted to making reels. Uh, oh
1: no, I was. I, I'm certainly not. That was. A, I think I have a total of like nine reels.
0: Oh, but that's nine more than I have. Probably. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Uh, eh, social media. Like I care, and I don't care at all.
1: I'm the same. In fact, I'm. 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 You know, I've I've been saying this forever, but I'm even. I mean, I totally soured on Facebook once I once I got hacked. Oh yeah. That was just like I don't care. I don't care about going back. That was the push I needed to get off of it. Um. But I'm even getting to that point with Twitter where Twitter's become so toxic that I don't even. There are certain times when I see a big story, like an Elon Musk type of thing. I don't want to go on Twitter because I know how toxic it's going to get.
0: Yeah, but that, you, you can avoid it, too. Y- yes. And, and honestly,
1: the, the place where it gets the most toxic is in the replies. Yeah. And, and I can just... I can
0: go... up uh, and if, you, you, if you it, 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 It's only if you go down those rapid-